0: Welcome to the Wellness as a Way of Life podcast, your one-stop, all-encompassing source of wellness, knowledge, wisdom, inspiration, and motivation. Here we teach you why not all wellness trends are for you, how to figure out which ones are, how to best adapt them for your personal wellness toolbox, and how ultimately to integrate your wellness practices so fully that they become to feel like brushing your teeth foundational part of who you are and not a check mark on your to-do list. Is your wellness stressing you out? How counterproductive is that, right? Here we know that in order for health and wellness to be sustainable, we need a less is more approach, leaving the information overload and tips overwhelm behind. I'm your host, Megan Swan, creator of the Wellness as a Way of Life course and the Sustainable Integrated Wellness Approach. I have more than a decade of experience in the wellness industry and on my own personal wellness journey, learning how to tune into and trust my intuition and drown out all the noise. As a certified... IIN health coach, detoxification expert, plant-based chef, yoga teacher, and coach, I will help you distill down the information overload and feel more confident and at ease in your own skin again. So let's swan dive in. Welcome back to wellness is a way of life. This week I'm going to do a deep dive on the number one pillar in my six pillars of optimal wellness system, which is sleep. So why is sleep so important? Well, it is essential for learning, memory, creativity, growth, healing, and disease prevention. So Any one of those things in itself would be an incredibly important reason to prioritize your sleep optimization, but I'm really going to focus on it being this ritual. Maybe let's reframe it to be this desirable thing. It's a beauty ritual. It's a ritual to maximize and solidify any growth, optimization, expansion, self-improvement. And one of the most powerful is healing, and it's not just physical healing. Sure, when we have, you know, a major injury or even just like a cut on our finger, getting enough sleep is essential for the deeper levels of healing, of repair of uh cell growth and repair. But when we're talking about emotional healing, spiritual healing, mental healing, it's the same thing. This is the time of day that the body prioritizes the in-depth work that is required for us to repair, to optimize, to heal, to grow, to expand. It is essential. I love it. It changed my life when I made sleep a non-negotiable priority. And I'll just speak for myself, but really it was this progression of, you know, when you move out on your own and finally you're in charge of when you go to bed and you're also moving into the partying scene. Like, sleep is not cool. (laughs) And we can adapt we are incredibly capable of adapting to living to less with less sleep. That is not to say that we are operating at optimal speed, at optimal um, function, and this was not crystal clear to me. I mean, I think as a twenty-something, thirty-something, there was all these reasons that I woke up feeling not well rested, more around alcohol and staying out late and partying and clubbing and all that it wasn't until post motherhood uh, hit me and I was coming to terms or so I thought to the fact that my sleep had changed forever you know that five hours a night solid sleep was considered a good night's sleep but very quickly I was seeing the cumulative effects of not being able to get a good night's sleep it was affecting me physically mentally emotionally and ultimately spiritually in that I just didn't have any mental capacity or uh, physical energy to do anything outside of the basics the fundamentals what was absolutely necessary to get through my day as a mother let you know so the there was no space or grace (laughs) for um, any sort of spiritual practice. Um, I wish I had encountered my spiritual mentor way back then because she would have said, you know, changing a baby's diaper can be a spiritual practice. It's Everything can be a spiritual practice. It's about being present and taking in the moment. However, I, that is not where I was at that moment in time in my life. So, and... Um, I probably wouldn't have resonated right off the bat. It took me a long time to get to where I am now, but essential to that journey, essential to my healing journey, to getting myself to where I am today, to being um, so much more clear-headed and a better decision maker, feeling more powerful, empowered. Um, you know, very unapologetic about setting boundaries and communicating clearly, clearly about. Um, You know, my goals, my desires, my intentions, all of that really started when I started prioritizing my sleep cycle. And so, uh, first off, let's appreciate that there are at least three chronotypes or phenotypes, meaning we're not all designed to wake up at 5am. I myself am an early bird, but that's just one of the chronotypes you do have the night owls and then you have the people that are sort of somewhere in between and are a more capable of ebbing and flowing either as an early bird or as a night owl and also they can really just be much more content somewhere in between that so just to give you some perspective logically if you think back you know we as an animal it doesn't make sense from a strategic perspective that the entire tribe would go to sleep in the exact same eight hour window um, every night, right? You need certain people to be awake and standing guard while others are sleeping. There needs to be uh, some ebb and flow, some trade-off as to when everybody's sleeping. So it doesn't make sense that we all sleep. We're all optimized to sleep during the exact same window of time. So if you have been trying to be a a 5am club person for years now, and it's just so painful for you, you know, feel free (laughs) to feel better about yourself. There is a quiz. Um, I will link it in the show notes here. I highly, highly recommend that everybody reads. Like I would have never thought that a book on sleep would be so interesting but I highly, highly recommend the book, uh, Why We Sleep, by Dr. Matthew Walker, PhD. It's, I, I'm an audiobook girl, so I listen to it. Um, but the subtitle is Unlocking the Power of Sleep and Dreams. Uh, it was really interesting read, it's packed full of statistics and reasons. <laughs> why you're going to be so much more um, motivated to make sleep a priority if this is something that's been a challenge for you for any amount of time, potentially years. So um, a little example out of uh, Matthew Walker's book is that only after one week of sleeping only four hours a day It causes dramatic changes in our immunity, puts us in a pre-diabetic state with higher blood sugar levels, decreased hormones, and 70% decrease in all our quote-unquote natural killer skills that are critical to a healthy functioning immune system. So just not sleeping well for an entire week sets our body into spiral in terms of your long-term health and wellness and disease prevention. Sleep deprivation results in differently focused weight loss. The body will hoard fat and burn muscle in a sleep deprived state. So this is key to understanding when we are, you know, this is one of the reasons that when people work with me, I mostly work with women, but not always love working with men as well. We, as we get older, we tend to have this sort of roundness around the middle, and there's a lot of reasons that could be, um, but one of them I think is very much under, under understudied, less understood, and lack of focus um, is the role of stress, spiking our cortisol, and sleep deprivation also spikes our cortisol. All of this kicks our body into this... Uh, hoarding mode meaning it you're you're sitting in a low fight or flight and when we're in fight or flight the body believes that it's essentially famine mode you know or that we need to get ready to uh you know run outrun something for a long period of time that that it's a food scarcity type scenario and therefore biologically your body gets ready to to hoard fat and to um maximize the resources that already has in your system. So potentially, (laughs) sleeping eight hours of getting your sleep back on track, prioritizing your sleep could be a long term weight loss management tool. You know, I wouldn't recommend it as the only thing you're doing. But if you're not able to get a good night's sleep consistently, it is definitely impacting uh, your system. And I think immunity is the number one thing to consider. Then, you know, all of the higher level uh, ideal states that we want to be optimizing meaning learning, memory, creativity, growth, healing, disease prevention, and immunity is, um, I feel like, the first thing that goes you immediately feel you know more at the whim of anything that could minor that could be coming on we all know we just don't physically feel our best when we don't get, get enough sleep so a little bit more on sleep deprivation it also results in food cravings you tend to eat 200 to 400 more calories a day this is for two reasons. Brain chemistry is altered with a decrease in leptin. That signals your brain that you are full. And an increase in grenlin, which signals the brain that you are hungry. Body is in stress mode when you're in sleep deprivation mode. Therefore, craving not it's not only you're craving more food, it's like, what are you craving? You are craving heavy carbs, sugar, and salt, so that the food choices ultimately also end up being and you're eating more of them. So if you look at that over time, you could be eating up to 1,400 more calories a week just because you're not getting enough sleep for your body. Uh, So that is often like a really big factor as we age because most of us find getting a good night's sleep more challenging as we age. You know it could be for the discomfort of of something you're dealing with. It could be you know parenthood, it could be uh, just all, all sorts of other things that are interfering with our ability to get a better sleep, work, stress, you know it. This is a fascinating statistic from um, Matthew Walker's book. There are 24% more heart attacks the day after daylight savings when we all get one hour less of sleep. Wow. 24% more heart attacks just with one hour less of sleep. That is massive. So rewire. Let's rewire it. The sleep is not Laziness. Sleep is strategic for your short and long-term health and well-being. Lack of sleep also affects our addiction centers for those of us who are in recovery, similar to cravings of course, uh, but revving up our hedonic desires and impulsivity and decreasing our risk aversion. So we just make better decisions when we're well-rested. I think we can all attest to that. And sleep deprivation is cumulative, contrary to popular belief, you cannot make it up later in life. You really, really, really cannot make it up later. So this is why you need to prioritize it now as your number one strategy for optimizing your wellness. The amount of sleep we need does oscillate over time, the different stages in our lives, but in general as adults we are dramatically sleep deprived population as we squeak by on less than eight solid hours a night babies moms you probably know this need 16 plus hours children need 12 plus i am constantly uh prioritizing my kids sleep meaning uh if i can't find a sitter and i'm not taking my kids to a situation where they're not going to be able to go to bed at least within 30 minutes of the desired time, which in our house is 8 p.m. So they're getting just enough. They're not really even maximizing. They tend to get um, minimum 10, sometimes 11, but really 12 would be ideal. We'll see how much that kicks up. I can already sense that my oldest is moving into adolescence, uh, and adolescents need 14-plus hours, adults 8-plus, elderly 8-plus. So it's also a myth that as we are in the later stages of life that we need less sleep again it just becomes more an issue that there's things that are keeping us awake it is not that we don't need the sleep Um, it is shown in fact with elderly that their decrease in rest and restore quality sleep is directly causal to their deterioration in their health so this is why when someone is elderly or fighting a disease, they're sick, like it is very counterintuitive. And this is one of my uh, many, many criticisms of medicine 2.0. The hospital scenario situation is not conducive to eight hours of solid rest and restore sleep. And it is the most essential natural tool we have when you're fighting something off to getting a good night's sleep. So um, things that are related to sleep deprivation, depression, as I can attest to as a new mom, I was definitely in a depressive state, uh, not getting enough sleep, brain fog, that too, memory loss. I think so many new moms think that like the pregnancy brain thing carries on, but it's all to do with sleep deprivation, low energy, of course, weakened immune system. So just very quickly to wrap up this little burst of motivation as to why you need to prioritize your sleep as your number one health and wellness tool, some ideas in terms of how you get better sleep. I work a lot with clients on their bedtime routine, being more attentional about that. And I'm more than happy to give you some Ideas, Some quick ones are set a set, decide on a set bedtime. You know, we are usually as adults more concerned about the hour that we're waking up and setting an alarm. Set an alarm to go to bed at the same time every night. So powerful, so supportive of our biorhythms. Having a digital buffer. So turn your phone off or put it on uh, airplane mode at least 30 minutes before you want to go to bed really mentally emotionally spiritually separate yourself from being um you know needing to be in touch or available right before you're trying to get to sleep um the classic taking a warm bath this really helps your body transition you know maybe have a sleep playlist i'm a huge fan uh very gentle a stretch a breathe relax you know it can be like three little stretches Maybe practicing meditation right before bed really works for you. Reading a good book, obviously a classic, you know, actual book, not a screen if possible. And um, yeah, kind of just leaving the bedtime tea off to the side. So many people are drinking these bedtime teas and that's the reason they need to get up to the bathroom at three in the morning. So there are a myriad of things that we can consider Caffeine intake during the day, alcohol in the evening, bedtime routine, morning routines, the level of exercise, our biorhythms, digestion. There are so many factors, but ultimately, it is a really personal decision uh, what you're going to focus on and how you want to optimize it in a way that feels aligned to who you are, how you want to live your life. And ultimately, what your lifestyle requires at this moment in time. So, I will leave you with that in terms of musings on the importance of sleep. Ooh, my favorite ritual. And please reach out if you want any personal tips, or insight, or guidance in this regard. It's one of my favorite topics highly recommend uh, the book Why We Sleep, as I mentioned. And this is one of the modules that we cover in wellness as a way of life, we cover it from multiple standpoints. So if it's something that uh, feels in alignment, please reach out. Signing off from another wellness whisper from my rooftop. The sun is now way up. It is a lovely Sunday and I hope you're enjoying the background noises of Chiapas. Looking forward to having a beautiful day. Sunrise high fives are One great way to ensure that you are triggering your circadian rhythms to get a really good night's sleep, that is to say, try to get some fresh air and direct sunlight into your eyes before 9 a.m., Thanks again for listening to the wellness as a way of life podcast. As you know, we love bringing you valuable content that helps you improve your wellness. This podcast is sponsored by the wellness as a way of life course. The course experience is the ultimate and only wellness course you need to have in your back pocket. If you're looking to feel more confident and at ease in your own skin with consistent energy, this course is the perfect solution for you. And the best part as a listener of the podcast, you'll get an exclusive discount on the course. Just use the promo code well life at checkout to receive 10% off of your purchase. That's capital W-E-L-L, the number four, capital L-I-F-E at checkout. Eight incredible women have taken the Wellness as a Way of Life course and can attest to the massive value it provides. Consisting of 60 plus audio lessons, a dozen videos, The wellness is a way of life workbook and the wellness is a way of life daily tracker menus, playlists, readings, and the Megan Swan wellness resource vault. It makes it the most comprehensive, less is more holistic wellness course on the market. So if you're ready to take your wellness skills to the next level, head over to the website linked here in the show notes and enroll in the wellness is a way of life course today.